0: Praise God, brothers and sisters. I just wanted to share just a couple thoughts I had. Uh, Have you guys ever uh, in the shower, like, either you're singing or something like that or praising God, you know? But in the the shower this morning, I had, like, a really, really deep theological—it's, like, 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning. It's, like, just really, really deep thoughts just early on in the morning, and God just, like, revealed something to me this morning— um you know how we all say that you know i'm a child of god now you know we are children of god i have accepted jesus christ now i am a child of god i inherit all the things that god has given me with that but also we need to we need to know that when god is our father that means god will also discipline us and when god disciplines us he disciplines us out of love you know um let me give you an example like I have a little uh she's like a yeah two-year-old niece I have like 11 of them already but she's a two-year-old niece and she likes to do stuff that she should not be doing she's doing stuff that's going to hurt her and she doesn't even understand you know she likes to you know if you leave the door unlocked or anything like that she'll run out the door onto the street and she'll play around all the cars like she doesn't understand it and so like you have to tell her you have to correct her like don't do this you have to lock the door you have to You have to shut doors for her and so in our lives when god shuts doors for us like opportunities god like i want this opportunity this is exactly what i want and god shuts that door for us and we're just like we're we can get angry we can get so frustrated and we're like god this is what i was asking for for half a year this is what i was asking for for three months for a and just like you are just why why did this happen like this god if you loved me, you would have given to me what I asked for. And then this morning, I had this realization, this this thing that I've been asking for for like over a year already. It's just like I'm so glad that God has not given that thing to me right now, because I now understand that if I would have got that thing, how like messed up it it would have made me, you know. And I wanted to just uh, read a quick piece of scripture. It's uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verses 6 through 12. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 6 through 12. For those whom the Lord loves, he disciplines, and he scourges every son whom he receives. It is for for discipline that you endure. God deals with you as sons. For what son is there whom God does not discipline? But if you are without discipline, of which all have become partakers... You are illegitimate children and not sons. So God's saying if God is not, if he's not working in you, if he's not changing you, if he's not disciplining you, if you don't see that in your life, you know, you might not even be a a child of God. If you're not being constantly worked on by the Holy Spirit, it's like you have to question yourself. Is God actually working in me? And then uh, verse 9. Furthermore, we have earthly fathers who who discipline us. And we respect them. Shall we not much rather be subject to the Father of Spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time, as seemed best to them. But he disciplines us for our good, so that we may share his holiness. All discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful, but sorrowful. Yet to those who have been trained by it, afterwards it yields peaceful fruit the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Therefore, strengthen the hands that are weak and the knees that are feeble. And verse eleven is amazing. It's like um, discipline seems does not seem joyful. We hate to be disciplined. Like when we were growing up, our parents would spank us. Our parents would put rules for us, and we're like, we hate this. But if you are trained by it, like when God, like when you see God working in you over time, like you don't know why this is happening. Half a year from now, a year from now, you understand it, and you're like, that is awesome. Like, thank you, God, that you were disciplining me. You did not give me what I was asking for. Now I know why. And it first brings sorrow, and then it yields the fruit of righteousness. God is making us more and more like him. And I just wanted you guys to think about this. Like, is God working in my life? Is God disciplining me? Am I really a child of God?
1: Praise God, brothers and sisters. You know, not always is uh, quality and quantity together. Today we had a very good quality uh, with, with worship, and there was three people. So thank you, worship team. That was a really good job. Um, so I have um, a personal testimony I'd like to share. Um, and this is something that happened in my life when I was around seven years old. And um, I remember very little from, you know, that age, six, seven. But this is one of those things that I remember the exact spot where I was laying and um, the kind of torment that I was going through. I don't remember, you can't remember like pain, but I remember it was really bad. And I was a kid. So um, we lived in an apartment. Again, I was like six, seven years old. And uh, I started getting pain in my abdomen and this pain was kind of um sporadic and it would increase like really really intense and then it would go down increase and then go to go down and the pain would get worse and worse it was like almost like contractions but in my stomach and that's kind of your classical appendicitis signs and so inflammation of the appendix which is not like you should get that operated you know but I'm laying there in intense pain. My, one of my aunts is a, is a nurse. So my mom calls my aunt, and uh, she's driving from Federal Way. It's like 30 minutes away. And um, my mom tells me this. I don't remember this part. But she, uh, we were praying and like intensely pay- praying because the pain was the worst thing I've experienced. I mean, uh, it was so bad that I think it was the pain that allowed me to remember the very place that I was in. And, you know, like, the intensity of the moment. Like, I, I can remember the wall, the, you know, the, the bed, kind of the, the place of the apartment. And I remember very little else about the apartment. It was like a shock therapy. And I'm laying there. My, my aunt's driving. And my mom, um, I'm, I'm screaming or, like, crying. And so my mom was saying that she can't take it anymore, me screaming and stuff. So she, she, um, she says, Andre, you pray here. And I'm going to go pray in, in the other room. And so we're praying. Uh, well, she's praying. I don't know if I was praying or not. But uh, some time passes, and I stop crying. Now, if you're, if you're in the, um, doing anything medical, and you have appendicitis, and you ever stop crying, run to the hospital, because your appendix just burst, and uh, that's like death in, like, 24 hours, right? Like, inflammation and death. That's, like, really classical, too. Like, insane pain, and then it stops. That's like, okay, like, let's cut them open right now. Well, um, my pain stopped. Luckily, we didn't know any of this stuff, and my aunt still hasn't come. So my pain stopped, and uh, I'm calling my mom. She's praying in the other room. I stopped crying, and I say, um, I'm telling my mom that Jesus healed me. And, And I'm not crying anymore. My aunt comes and she's like, Oh, he's not crying. Like, we need to get him to the hospital. <laughs> but interestingly enough, my mom's like, No, he was healed. And um, and I was, I, I was telling my mom, I, I was healed, like something happened, and there's no pain, zero pain, and we didn't go to the hospital. The cool thing is that to this day, I've never had pain in that area. There was no inflammation, I didn't die, I was healed. It wasn't a, a ruptured appendix. I'm pretty sure I still have my appendix because there was a couple of x-rays that I had over the course of my life on that area. And if your appendix would be burst, the physician would be like, hey, do you know you, have, you don't have an appendix or something? Like It's like half there, half not. None of that. So I still have my appendix, I think. And God miraculously healed me. And that's, that's one of those things that I, I look back, and I'm like, man, our God is very faithful. And um, he loves simplicity. He loves um, when we trust in him, when we hope in him, and when we uh, ask him for whatever it is that we need help, and then when we give him glory, is if you could say a testimony is kind of giving God glory. It is. We'll stand up and we'll corporately pray for each other.
2: This is a song that um, really encouraged me with biblical truths. So if you know it, you may also sing along. Savior, and my God.
3: Please come. Uh, it's good to be in church tonight, right? After a long, busy day, <clears throat> at least we get some food for our spirit. Um, before I read from scripture tonight, I want to give a backstory on how I ended up standing before you guys today. Um, Friday came after work, everything went smooth, easy day on the job. I was preparing for Saturday, I was going to do some landscaping, everything's perfect, go to sleep, wake up the next morning, and I have a text message from one of your brothers here. And he says hi Max, something along the lines, uh, do you mind saying a five ten minute sermon? Um, First, my My response was where I wanted to write to him, I started typing. I was like, "I'm good, I'll pass, I'm not ready." And then I read the second part of the text message. It says, I've, "I know that God's been working in your life, and you have something to share."' <laughs> getting choked up. It's true. A couple of Sundays ago, we had a preacher standing up. And he said the story when uh, he was working in his office and he had somebody come to him who wanted to, to talk with him. And he saw him leave, and then he finds out that he committed suicide. I have a story similar to this. A while back, earlier this year, my cousin called me. And the first thing that he said was, Max, can we pray together? My cousin never called me like this. A phone call wasn't that long. It was about 10, 15 minutes. I read a passage to him. We prayed. And I questioned myself, why would he call me? I was asking God, am I doing something right in my life? Am I a light to the world or, or the salt? It was sort of kind of an answer to me when my cousin called me to pray together. We had a few phone calls like that where he would call up and we would pray together. And everything seems to go well. He's trying to change his life. I don't know if he tried to go to church or not. I've told him to. And then one night, he calls me. I look at the phone. I see his name pop up on the caller ID. I don't take that call. The Next day, I find out he's dead. I still don't know what happened to him. Relatives aren't telling us the exact details, but that shook me. Since that day, I stopped going to church regularly. I started to question a lot of things in life. And then one day I show up to your guys' church, I've been here before, and there was a young lady that said a poem where it was another word of encouragement to keep going. I want to read uh, from 1 Samuel chapter 16. Or chapter 17. Verse 32. David said to Saul, Let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight. In this verse we can see David's confidence in him going, facing this giant. He wasn't asked. He presented himself. He was ready. Why I bring up David in this story? Is a while back, I heard a, another perspective on this David and Goliath was that we all know this story as David being the underdog coming up and defeating this giant, Goliath. But the presenter was saying that, what if I told you David wasn't the underdog? He was ready. He was at his peak performance. Like an athlete. Because prior to that, he was practicing. He wasn't practicing for to battle Goliath. He was fulfilling his duties as a shepherd. In chapter 17, verse 34, David said, But David said to Saul, Your servant has been keeping your father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by the hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant, has, your servant has killed both, the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paws of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, Go, the Lord be with you. David's readiness came from practice in the field when he was attending sheep. He had the lion, he had a bear. I guess what I want to conclude today is, firstly, it's to myself, but maybe somebody's going through the same thing. And I think it's time that we quit hiding our faith in a corner in a closet and be a light to the world. Because I questioned myself, how can I be a servant to God? And that story in my life with my cousin makes me think, am I ready? And when I had the text message, again, that brought up, the feelings that I experienced. So I want to encourage everybody here to keep at it so we be good Christians and we keep each other in prayers because it helps a lot. Amen.
4: Praise God. So as always, I'm going to give you guys a little backstory. And the thing with today was I actually wasn't, something inside me was just telling me like, you don't need to say anything, just go straight to your poem and like get off the stage and be done because I'm so nervous. And every time I go up here, I'm really nervous. I'm even more nervous explaining how I wrote the poem and especially when I have to go and like uh, go say it like in the main service and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it in Russian. Like they'll get the point, the spirit will move. But praise God that God gives me, even if I do mess up, to be able to say at least something in Russian, so I'm I'm gonna say the backstory to this poem as well. I was actually in Eastern Washington today, and um, I was asked to say a poem today, and I was really happy. I'm always super excited to praise God's word, whatever it is. I encourage you guys. Like when somebody asks you to do something, how are you not excited to go and proclaim God's word and speak it out? So whatever God gives you, whatever chance God gives me to stand on here and just share what he's done in my life. I want to do that, and I want you guys to do that too. So I said yes. Then I was like, wait a minute. I get back on Tuesday, and I didn't know what time my parents wanted to leave. Usually it's like, we're going to be back at 3, and then we get back at like 12 p.m. or 12 a.m. So I wasn't sure, but I knew, I knew I needed to say a poem today. So I got really excited. And in the morning, we get up, and we're like getting the house ready to leave and everyone's like super crazy and like, no, you got to go do this, and you got to do this, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like how am I supposed to go say a poem after this? But praise God, everything went well, and we got home really early. So um, before I say say a poem, I'm usually thinking of what I'm going to say before that, how like it came to be, and this morning I was just in prayer, and I was thinking of like what God wanted to say because I wasn't sure what poem I wanted to share God's been giving a lot into my heart and I wrote them all in a notebook and I didn't bring the notebook so we're driving back and what I wanted to say and what poem I wrote was completely different so I was like I don't even know if I want to say this but praise God that he gives a word even if it doesn't always match up to what I want to say but it's God's word and it's going to move inside of you guys I believe that. So the word that he put inside my heart today. Lately, I've been going through days, and it's like the devil puts this kind of spirit inside you where it's like, man, I'd rather not be living. It's a lot easier not to be living. One inconvenience happens, and I'm like, God, can you please take me home because I don't want to be here anymore. Like, I'm messing up. I'm making people angry. I'm sinning, and I'm like, God, like, why am I still here? Just take me home. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. And it's like... That mentality, it sticks to you, and it just grows worser through the days, and you're just kind of in this pessimistic view. Like with everything that happens, you wake up in the morning, and everything you see is just in gray. And I was thinking about that, and I'm like, God, I'm so sorry because you gave me a life, and I don't realize that this life is a gift because there's so many people taking away their lives. They don't want to be here anymore. And I don't understand why God put me here, I don't understand why he wants me here, but I know it's for his purpose. I know that he made you for a purpose. I know that he made me for a purpose. So even though we mess up and we sin. And the devil tries to convince you with every sin that you do that you're supposed to be dead. God proclaims that you should live, that he wants you to live, that he wants you to live out his glory. So whatever you do, no matter how bad you mess up through the littlest things, I pray that you see the light through each and every single day. I pray that we see this life as a gift because it is. Because God saw you, he formed you, he took time on you, and he took time on me, and he made you for a purpose. And God is just speaking to my life in this season and he just keeps saying that i made you for a purpose why do you keep saying that you don't want to live when i gave you this gift i did not make you for no reason to just stand here live every single day the same as you've lived it and not to see a greater purpose i made you for a purpose so i'm gonna read a verse and it actually ties in with the bulletin and it's just a kind of continuation of the verse that's in there Uh, this is from revelations chapter 2 and i'm going to read from verse 24. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life. That actually, was verse 7, my bad. I'm also going to read verse 24. Now I say to the rest of you in theatria, to you who do not hold to our teaching and have not learned Satan's so-called deep secrets, I will not impose any other burden on you except to hold on to what you have until I come. And sometimes that's just the reason to live. And I ask you to hold on to that. Our ethics are attacked. Let go or adapt. Christian beliefs are denied so sin can be justified. And I see that society is in a divide. So the youth must now decide. Where will we stand our ground? Though truly we may be terrified, we must testify our truth. Though pursued and put on trial, our Christianity must not just be a title, but a testimonial lifestyle. It's no longer black and white. It's stained gray. And it's all okay, they say. Everything is lawful, but this is not the gospel. It's compliance to folly, adaption to wrongdoing, the undoing of God's holy renewing and it's straying farther from his message. Does not anyone understand the wreckage? But my God's not looking for a certain percentage of good to fit in. Do you not see the mess that we're in? He wants all of you, all of your devotion, your life's surrender for you to be a willing contender, a defender of his word that stands still through the ages because my God, he's not known for making changes. He is the same yesterday, today, throughout all time, and yearly stages. But sin separates us. That first love is turning into a chase after lust. We want an image, riches and glory, and still this springs up. No worry or red flags, look at what we used to have, but we step over to the edge, make affairs with addiction, mixing them with a godly image. We pledge allegiance to our dirty habits and surrender to Satan's affliction. One taste of poison, and we forget to who we're loyal, submitting to eternal slavery, looking away from the cross at Calvary. Yet we say our walk with God is more than satisfactory. Where has gone our rationality, sullen to an unrecognizable state, sin we are supposed to hate? But I forget who did he call us to be? no longer contenders of righteousness, were blind-eyed to our own wickedness, while meant to be purified in His holiness, yet we embrace impurity and throw away our innocence and insolence, now instruments of the devil, forgetting our genesis and moving on to Satan's exodus. Going on living unwarily, we sell our bodies as cheap currency and our souls as if they're not chained for eternity. So what lies ahead of what we've become? turning away from the sun submitting ourselves into the hands of man forgetting the sacrifice of the one and only lamb but i don't want to live like this i don't want to look at the world and wish to fit in i want to look at my creator and change for the better for the greater good of god to pursue his glory instead of satisfying a predatory folly it will lead to downfall and the world won't reach out a hand to help me. Once they realize that I'm in need of saving, they'll deny the sin that they're in, sentencing me to just a mere theory. Live how you want while you can, they say. But Christ says, repent and be saved while you still can because the state of this world scares me and I don't want to be a part of its corruption. I have found the light and I will follow it. I have known true love and I have tasted it. I will hold on to it. How could I have forgotten the blood that was shed for my sins so that I wouldn't end up dead? Instead, God, he makes me reborn. Though I was misled, he forewarned, and I remembered my roots. I will no longer be tied to the noose that they put around my neck. Lord, keep me in check christ did not die for nothing i will live out his legacy his purpose burns deep inside of me i won't let sin entangle me or this world corrupt me or the devil to chain me because i have known the truth the way and the life and it is only found in christ i forgot my first love but I won't forget it again, for time is too short to be treating it like a sport. My life is not as long as it seems. I want his dreams to be my dreams, his thoughts to be laid upon my heart, his laws burned upon my mind. I will not waste any more time. He assigned me as his soldier. He calls the youth to follow his design, not follow the world's order, because they will turn their head and put a cold shoulder but God calls us to be strong and to be bold, to manifest his story for his glory. His love is no like is like no other. We won't find solace in their comfort. So I beg you, run back to the cross, run back into my God's arms because he's calling his children, he's knocking to come back to him to our first love. Praise God.
5: Церкви,
1: I just spoke these words how good it is to be amongst our youth in Ukraine and I was speaking in Ukrainian
5: now I'm
1: in America and the times are changing very quickly
5: uh, just o- a little
1: over seven days ago I was in
5: Ukraine uh, and
1: I was breathing the Ukrainian air and it was uh, looking how beautiful it is in Ukraine I was visiting the old cities these uh, old uh, streets and these old palaces
5: И I как красиво Господь создал
1: всю землю. А
5: сейчас в Америке, смотрю, все тоже чисто, красиво. Наша молодежь, наша церковь, и тоже все хорошо.
1: И поэтому сегодня...
5: Кроме этого, хочу сказать, сегодня интересное собрание проходит.
1: And uh, assigned from this, I want to say that today is a very interesting service.
5: Мы слышали интересные свидетельства, те, что рассказывали нам братья и сёстры.
1: We heard interesting testimonies that our brothers and sisters shared with us.
5: Андрей рассказал о том, как Господь исцелил его.
1: Andrey was saying how God had healed him.
5: И аж мне интересно стало. Я думаю, ну, хотел бы посмотреть X-ray Андрея
1: and uh, I, it became interesting he, um, I would like to look at the x-ray
5: uh, of Andrei.
1: what did God do in his stomach because God does
5: this and
1: when something happens in our life it's very important for us to understand God does this
5: and
1: sometimes things happen and people say this is God
5: Ученики увидели Иисуса там на берегу и сказали: "Это Господь".
1: The disciples saw Jesus by the shore and they said,
5: "This is Jesus." А в Старом Завете Елиезер увидел прекрасную Ревеку, которая сделала всё, о чём он молился. And
1: there was another uh, instance in the Old Testament where Eliezer uh, was looking at Rebecca and was amazed how she literally did everything that he had asked God for a woman to do.
5: And
1: God does the same things in our lives today.
5: When
1: we look and we say wow
5: or we
1: say um we say wow.
5: Или по украински, от то так.
1: And in Ukrainian, we say wow.
5: Так, правильно, Андрей. Хорошо ты переводишь. И поэтому мы продолжим. Мы сегодня будем. Я буду немножко рассказывать о нем тоже свидетельство.
1: And I also want to share a testimony with you.
5: На самом же люди многие у многих людей они думают жизнь так скучна.
1: Because many people think that life is so boring.
5: Бо каждый день происходит что-то интересное тот, кто живет с Богом.
1: But every day the person who lives with God something interesting happens in his or her life.
5: И даже сегодня в этом собрании Андрей рассказал, как Господь его исцелил.
1: And even today in in this service Andrei shared how God healed him.
5: Но Максим рассказал печальную историю.
1: But Max he said a, a sad story.
5: Ночью что-то плохое случилось.
1: Something happened uh, uh, bad.
5: Dasha said
1: a, a poem about uh, the war, what is happening with the
5: youth.
1: And so look friends, uh, life is not standing still, something is always happening.
5: Uh, especially
1: the youth, something happens every day that's new, something new.
5: And a lot
1: of times there's turbulence in in thoughts, in in our desires and a person is wondering what must I do?
5: Uh, I I said
1: a a good word, turbulence.
5: This happens at 33,000
1: feet in the air
5: этой высоте летают самолёты. And
1: that's where airplanes fly.
5: И, к сожалению, на этой же высоте или чуть-чуть ниже постоянно воздух так And unfortunately, it's,
1: it's it on this kind of uh, area of the air elevation. Uh, elevation a little bit below that where there's turbulence.
5: Да, когда я ещё работал учителем в Academy, я говорил подросткам, что uh, and
1: when I was a teacher at uh, Tacoma Christian Academy I was speaking to the young people and saying that in the young years we always encounter this turbulence and Andre was one of uh, my uh, uh, students
5: now he's, he's
1: all grown up <laughs>
5: and I actually have
1: uh, I can see lots of my students here and it's very pleasing to me
5: but this
1: turbulence continues to happen and this is how it was
5: 30
1: years ago that is how it was
5: 100 лет назад точно так молодые люди похожие переживания. 100
1: years ago young people went through very similar um, circumstances or worries.
5: Иаков жил тысячи лет назад и тоже переживал борьбу.
1: Jacob he lived thousands of years ago and he still went through these hardships. Борба, борьба и борьба. There's a fight, a battle and a fight. Что
5: же нам делать? What do we do? Такая жизнь бывает, иногда приятно, а иногда такая борьба, так тяжело идти.
1: Because sometimes life is very pleasant and it's, it's, it's joyful, but sometimes it's a fight and it's hard to go forward.
5: Такой turbulence.
1: There is this turbulence.
5: что делать? What do you do? Библия даёт ответ.
1: And the Bible gives an answer.
5: Мы прочитаем сегодня несколько мест слова Божьего, первое место Псалом 36.
1: And we'll read the first place of Scripture, and this is Psalm 36 or
5: 37. Psalm 36, 5. Psalm 36 or 37, verse 5.
1: Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass.
5: Я хотел бы спросить, какой у вас любимый стишок из
1: Библии. Если
5: у кого-то ещё нет любимого стиха из Библии, я вам советую этот стих.
1: And if you don't have a favorite verse of scripture, I would suggest that you snatch this verse.
5: Psalm 36 in Russian, 37 in English, verse 5.
1: Go to the store on 38th Street and and buy yourself a a card with this verse
5: on it. Or maybe
1: maybe write it on your, your mirror or maybe somewhere in your notebook. Write this verse down
5: and
1: when you have these these fights going on in your life this
5: turbulence
1: when it's difficult when you don't know what to
5: do
1: repeat this verse again and again commit your way to the Lord and he will uh, uh, entrust also in him and he shall bring it to pass And this will work in your life.
5: And so I
1: want to talk today about the three types of fights that we encounter. These are the fights that we have in our lives. I spoke this sermon in Ukraine and there was a a village where I used to live right next to it is a forest with a lake and that is where the youth had a camp a youth camp
5: and
1: I said this sermon I said I will be speaking about the three
5: battles
1: and I asked the young people what types of fights or, or battles do you know
5: and
1: they guessed two out of three types of, of these fights or
5: battles.: And
1: now I want to ask you, uh,
5: youth.:
1: Have you heard about this, this war, this word a uh, fight or a battle?
5: What,
1: what is the fight that a Christian has, a person, a human? Who wants to say? Uh, who's a volunteer? Brothers or sisters? Who's first? I, I think brothers will go first. What, what, what is the type of fight uh, that we encounter or the types of fights that we encounter in our lives? Brothers, you have the privilege.
5: Oh wow, So you
1: just said one third. That is the fight with the flesh or a fight against yourself. Our brothers know the Scriptures.
5: Так, какая
1: Another fight, sisters. What type of fight do we know?
5: Так, волонтеры есть у нас. Кто хочет сказать? What, what is
1: the fight that a Christian uh, has in his or her life?
5: Let's think about this
1: a couple of seconds.
5: Because
1: the brothers will be uh, in need of. не можем допустить,
5: чтобы украинцы больше знали. We
1: can't know that Ukrainians know more what,
5: what than. миром. Um, so that's good.
1: What's another type of fight?
5: Spiritual. Отлично. Enough. Я думаю, достаточно. Uh, I will
1: be speaking about another uh, type of fighting, and uh, it's going to be very hard to guess what this is. In, the, in Ukrainian, they said, You know, you'll tell us about this yourself.
5: And- and so the first
1: fight that we have as Christians is the fight uh, against Satan against his minions it's a spiritual fight
5: and we
1: we read uh, about this type of fight in um, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12
5: Потому что наша брань или борьба не против крови и плоти, но против начальств, против властей, против мироправителей тьмы века сего, против духов злобы поднебесных. Для сего примите все оружие Божие, дабы вы могли противостать в день злой и все преодолев устоять.
1: For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. And this is the invisible fight.
5: This
1: is that spiritual fight that takes place in our emotions and in our thoughts
5: но хотя она невидимая, в ней очень часто бывают раненые люди.
1: But, uh, not, uh, regardless that you can't see this fight, there are many people that are wounded in this type of fighting.
5: Если человека поранила эта стрела лукавого, Он может сказать, что у него всё хорошо, но в душе у него что-то происходит.
1: And so if this arrow, arrow from a spiritual fight has pierced a person, then the person can look well on the outside, but
5: inside this is wounded, and it's a very wound. Когда-то uh, дьявол говорил Киеве, и она его видела, наверное. Он с ней разговаривал. Он мог говорить, но сейчас эта борьба происходит невидимо в мыслях.
1: So there was a time when Eve spoke to Satan and it seems like she could see Satan um, and um, she could talk to him and he could talk to her. Now this type of fighting against the spiritual forces happens in the unseen world.
5: And
1: so negative things start to come up. Anxieties, uh, very scary thoughts.
5: И мы uh, слышали, Даша рассказывала стихотворение, и оно тоже было об этой борьбе, о
1: духовной борьбе.
5: Эта поэма была о том, что мысли нехорошие приходят, и страшные мысли, автор говорит, мысли приходили, что не хочется жить.
1: And the, the author of the poem was saying that, that there was thoughts that come and these thoughts may even lead a person to not want to live. Scary thoughts.
5: And a lot of times
1: people do not understand that um, these thoughts are, uh, are arrows that are shot from Satan himself
5: что они даже сами не зная этого вступили в духовную борьбу. Против них на войну вышел дьявол.
1: And that not knowing it themselves, they have now are now engaging in a spiritual war and Satan is against them.
5: что дьявол не хочет, чтобы молодые люди они жили. пришёл украсть, убить и погубить.
1: Because Satan doesn't want young people to live. Satan has come to steal, to kill and to destroy
5: and не нравится, чтобы молодой человек пришёл на собрание даже сегодня.
1: The enemy doesn't like for a young person to make it to service today.
5: на собрание, And
1: there was probably a lot more youth who wanted to come to today's youth service, but Satan has, had sent them a thought or two. Why would you go there? Do something else человек послушался и проиграл and so the person listens to this and he loses and there's also thoughts that are more serious than these
5: поэтому слово говорит чтобы мы знали и понимали когда нам нужно противостоять и побеждать and
1: so the scriptures teaches us that we should know when to engage and know when to fight against uh, the thoughts of the enemy.
5: И для того, чтобы побеждать эти мысли, побеждать то, что чем надо быть то, что чем врага, такой, надо быть сильным.
1: And in order to be able to withstand the attacks of uh, the enemy, these thoughts, a person needs to be strong.
5: Мы с вами прочитаем послание апостола Иоанна, первое послание, вторая глава, четырнадцатый стих.
1: so together we'll read the first letter of
5: John. Два Two fourteen. Я написал вам отцы, потому что вы познали беззначального. Я написал вам юноши, потому что вы сильны, и слово Божье пребывает в вас, и вы победили
1: лукавого. Очень часто молодёжь о себе думает о
5: and uh, a lot of
1: times, the young uh, people, youth, to think about themselves very in a very negative perspective and have uh, quite a low self-esteem.
5: часто девушки такая некрасивая на разных And and
1: the girls oftentimes look at uh, models and they say, well, I'm not pretty as them, not knowing that they are very beautiful.
5: И ребята тоже думают, я такой немощный, я проповедовать боюсь, я петь тоже боюсь, я не могу, я очень
1: слабый человек. И то же самое думал Гидеон.
5: Он думал, что он слабый, а Бог ему говорит, ты муж сильный, иди. Uh, and
1: he said I'm a very weak person God said no, no, no you're, you are a strong man go and do my work
5: and that
1: is why God desires to see each and every one of you young people strong
5: and here's
1: the secret of this strength of power is to be in the word of God and to pray continually
5: Когда Иисус Христос тоже переживал искушения, и на всякую мысль от врага он отвечал словом Божьим.
1: When Jesus Christ was going through temptation, he would answer the attacks of the enemy with scripture. Дьявол говорит ему: "Прыгай с храма". The, him,
5: как сейчас молодёжь наша едет скоро быстро на машине, прыгай где-то, скачи с со скал, что-нибудь чудеса твори.
1: Like the young people say, well, why don't you drive extremely fast? Why don't you go cliff jumping?
5: And
1: so there's guys and there's girls in the car. There's peer pressure, and so someone is going very fast just to, to show himself, to to show that he's something. Or she's
5: something.
1: And then uh, big or, or serious problems take
5: place он сказал через библию не искушай господа
1: бога твоего Jesus said through this uh, he, uh, against this he quoted scripture he says thou shalt not test the lord your God
5: слов ушел
1: just a couple of words and the enemy is gone
5: если мы хотим быстро побеждать врага нужно побеждать его
1: if we want to effectively uh, win over the enemy we have to know the scriptures and fight with it
5: Один брат его попросили проповедовать на Украине. Он говорит, братья, я в хочу что-то сказать.
1: One brother uh, was asked to preach, and he came up on stage and he said, brothers, I want to say something in my weakness.
5: другой проповедник, ему говорит, брат, нам не надо. Ты скажи
1: But another pastor, he was uh, also a preacher, and he said to this brother, he said, listen, brother, we don't need your weakness. You give us a word in power.
5: Uh, uh,
1: And so God wants desires for the young people to be in strength, in power, and he knows that you can do this. И мы служителя
5: церкви родители ваши мы хотим чтобы вы были сильными в боге and we the the
1: ministers of the church the those who um, serve you guys we want to see you strong in the lord
5: мы хотим видеть вас самого утра в хорошем настроении чтобы we, we,
1: we want to see you from the very early morning very happy, joyful, singing songs saying hi to your mom and to your dad and just being happy about life this is the desire of both your ministers
5: and parents
1: when it comes time to go to services we desire to see a desire in you to go to
5: services И вы можете это делать. You can do it. And you can do this. Потому Господь говорит, что Слово Божье пребывает в вас, и вы победили лукавого.
1: And that is why the Scripture tells us that the Word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the evil one.
5: Победить чму и лукавого это реально, это можно.
1: It is a very real thing to overcome the enemy, to overcome a darkness.
5: Секрет. The
1: secret is to be filled in the Holy Spirit to always be with God and you will have victory. And so the spiritual warfare God desires for us to
5: overcome. And
1: this is what our brother Alex mentioned. This is the the fight, the war against the flesh.
5: И мы откроем первое послание Коринфянам, 9 глава, 26-27 стих.
1: 9.
5: Апостол Павел говорит о себе, И потому я бегу не так, как на неверное, Бьюсь не так, чтобы только бить воздух, Но усмиряю и порабощаю тело мое,
1: Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others I myself should become disqualified
5: and so he's
1: telling us that he is humbling and disciplining his body a very important battle in our life is the battle of self-discipline this is to keep yourself in your own hands
5: and not
1: to allow yourself to do things that you should not be doing.
5: Not to
1: allow yourself to say things that you shouldn't be saying when you need to wake up in the morning you need to wake up in the morning
5: when
1: you need to obey your parents then you need to be strong and obey your mom or your dad and so strong people they're obedient people weak people they're disobedient
5: and
1: so it's very important to also be able to control your tongue
5: усмирять себя это большая тема мы сейчас не
1: and so a, this this a topic of self-discipline of humbling yourself is a very broad topic so we are, we're not going to go through it today
5: только немножко скажу о том как контролировать свой язык but
1: I want to say just a little bit of how does one control his tongue or her
5: tongue and
1: what does the scripture tell us about this
5: говорит очень много The
1: Bible says that God is very careful and He listens to what we say.
5: And
1: so, God actually has a book in which He is writing down our
5: words. And that is why the
1: scripture tells us that it is from our words that we will be justified and it is by our words that we will be condemned.
5: Uh, and
1: so there will come a time where God will be very careful to judge us according to what we said.
5: And
1: so the Bible calls us to be very careful to what we say.
5: 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 10. And it, says, and, days, and, and
1: it says for he who would love life and see good days let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit
5: refrain his tongue of,
1: refrain she, his tongue from evil from evil and so to keep your tongue from saying
5: evil
1: there was a time when I came into a family and there was a young beautiful couple a young man a young woman and so they're so beautiful that you could think that they work in Hollywood as actors.
5: And they're
1: he's very young, the the husband, nineteen years old but both him and the husband and the wife they were not ready to live the life together because they thought life together was different because in life you need to serve one another
5: not wait
1: for other people to serve you but to serve others
5: когда они начали ссориться, однажды этот муж молодой, чтобы показать своей жене, как она его он сказал одно слово, которое никогда не можно говорить.
1: And when uh, one time they had another fight, this young man spoke to his wife a word in order to show how um, How disappointed he was that should never be spoken at all.
5: And
1: here we read that he should refrain his tongue or keep his tongue from evil. But this husband said to his wife, I do not love you.
5: And
1: the question is, how could you say that? There was just a short while ago, you were saying how much you love her. You were the one who asked her to marriage. And now you're saying that you don't love her. And he killed her with this word.
5: He killed uh,
1: her desires for him. He killed her feelings.
5: Но даже когда ранят тебя, надо самому удержаться от плохого слова.
1: But even when you uh, are being wounded by words, you must try to not wound back with words. Она
5: не удержалась и сказала ему в ответ: "И я тебя не люблю". But
1: she didn't keep herself and she said back to him, "I do not love you."
5: Они страшно поранили друг друга. And they
1: wounded each other very severely with these words.
5: Ихняя семейная жизнь окончилась очень
1: And so young people, even though we have much that we desire to say that's laying on our
5: hearts,
1: when we get into a fight with someone, we have so much words that we want to share
5: with them.
1: And these are very heavy and bad words. Remember what's written here, that you need to keep your tongue from evil if you are filled with evil if there is a lot of uh, bad words in you then just don't say anything because when you have not said something you have not yet
5: sinned
1: but the moment you spoke with your words you can't catch this word and you can't take it back
5: and
1: so this word does a very evil uh, job,
5: work. A
1: good word does a good work. And that is why it's written keep or restrain your tongue from
5: evil. A couple
1: of years ago I was flying to Ukraine. The um, plane was just taking off or was just uh, traveling to the lane to take off and I was speaking with my wife on
5: the phone.
1: And I said, I'm flying up. Would you pray for me?
5: And this
1: elderly woman sitting by me, she was listening to what I was speaking to my wife
5: and when we flew
1: uh, flew up she started speaking with me and she said, uh, where, are and where, are and said where are you from and
5: where are you flying to
1: and I said I'm going to Kiev where are you from and where
5: are you flying to
1: she said I'm a professor in university and I'm uh, traveling to Belgrade
5: Она со мной немножко по-русски поговорила
1: We spoke a little bit in Russian and then we continued in English.
5: And she said
1: that she lived with her husband for more than 50 years.
5: And
1: I thought, you know, she's an unbeliever. How can she live so long with
5: her spouse?
1: And I said, listen, give me your secret. How were you able to live for such a long time with your husband?
5: And
1: she said, my secret is very simple. You have to know when to close your mouth.
5: И когда человек знает этот секрет, When
1: a person knows the secret, he could live a life in the family for a very long time.
5: And
1: that's why friends, the Bible tells us, restrain your tongue from evil. Fight with yourself. Humble your flesh
5: don't
1: allow yourself to be free with whatever it is that you want to say or do and you will keep yourself in purity in the same way when we speak with the youth we're speaking about purity
5: and
1: you also have to fight humble yourself and overcome in this area of your life as well
5: and so the second fight is uh,
1: the fight against myself, and God wants us to be victorious. And so the third fight, and we'll read about this in uh, Genesis chapter
5: 32. И боролся некто с ним до появления зари. И, увидев, что не одолевает его, коснулся состава бедра его и повредил состав бедра у Иакова, когда он боролся с ним, и сказал ему Отпусти меня, ибо взошла заря. Иаков сказал: Не отпущу тебя, пока не благословишь меня.
1: was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day and when he saw that he did not prevail against him he touched the socket of his hip and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him and he said let me go for the day breaks but he said I will not let you go unless you bless me
5: and so
1: the third fight is a uh, prayerful fight for your blessing
5: do
1: you know that Prayer
5: is also a fight.
1: Do you remember when Jesus was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane? He was
5: fighting.
1: And He was fighting in such a way that sweat in the form of blood was falling to the ground. Prayer is a very strong fight. Uh, when we want to receive the blessing and it is very important that we receive this blessing when we are
5: young
1: we need to pray very strongly brothers, youth uh, you have a long life before you you have a lot of very important things that you need to do
5: братья должны себе найти хорошую благословенную жену
1: с сестрам sisters need to meet a good blessed husband
5: and
1: together to have a blessed family
5: and not
1: to fight and not to scream at one another as I was sharing but to live in peace to go to services
5: поэтому очень важно, кого ты найдешь в жизни, к этому
1: And that is why it's very important to understand who it, who is it that you find in your life, how is it that you uh, come before this question.
5: And
1: some people say, well, I I have this girl that I like or I have this uh, guy that I like. I'm, we're getting married. I don't care what my parents are saying or what even God says.
5: Но тот человек, кто просит у Бога благословения, как Иаков, тот будет But the person
1: who asks for God's blessing as Jacob did, he is the person that will be blessed.
5: И очень часто, когда люди смотрят назад, почему проблемы у них, они and
1: a lot of times when people look back to why there are problems in their life they yeah, will understand it, that they didn't pray for that
5: situation I
1: did this without God I didn't need God when we sometimes have a hard day before us and we forget I forget to pray
5: поэтому очень важно получить and that is, very,
1: that is why it's very important to receive spiritual victory in prayer to pray like Jacob once did.
5: And
1: Jacob said in prayer, I will not let you go until you bless
5: me.
1: Meaning to pray to the point until you receive an answer from God that your prayer has been answered prayer is is a fight and it is a struggle
5: and
1: a lot of times we surrender in this struggle
5: a lot
1: of times we stand up from prayer not having received an answer from God
5: a lot of
1: times we stand up from our knees and we have not yet spoken with God
5: or
1: if we have spoken with God we've spoken very little not
5: enough because
1: we have life we have things to do and time is of the
5: essence and
1: we forget this one thing that in order for us to receive a blessing for God we need to spend time in prayer
5: И нужно молиться неотступно, и тогда Бог
1: поможет. Ceasing,
5: Поэтому uh, мы скоро будем молиться. Давайте мы проверим себя. Мы встанем с колен. Я хочу призвать, я хочу сейчас еще один пример рассказать, но потом будет молитва. Давайте проверим. В этой молитве мы можем помолиться две только минуты, но мы можем помолиться искренне, больше. Мы можем так помолиться, чтобы мое сердце сказала: я
1: we're going to hear one more example before we go into prayer and during the prayer we're just going to pray for a couple of minutes let us receive an answer from God let us hear from God actually have communion with our Lord
5: Um, and the, the
1: scripture actually tells us that God opposes the proud but he gives grace to the humble
5: Поэтому я призываю, друзья, всякий раз, когда вы молитесь, молитесь так, чтобы Бог вас услышал. And
1: that is why I encourage us that every time that you pray, pray in such a way that God may hear you.
5: Молитва – это борьба. Побеждайте в ней.
1: Prayer is a battle. Be victorious in this battle.
5: И Бог даст вам благословенные судьбы. Благословленных жён, мужей, благословленные работы, благословленные дома и благословленные машины. He
1: will bless you and give you blessed husbands, blessed wives, he will give you blessed houses, careers and blessed cars.
5: Почему мы находимся в таком прекрасном доме молитвы? Почему на паркинге красивые машины?
1: Why why do why are we in such a wonderful building? Why do we have such wonderful cars in the parking lot?
5: Родители ваши молились и Бог их благословил. Because
1: your parents prayed and God blessed them.
5: А теперь ваша очередь. Вы подросли, чтобы такие же строили молитвенные дома, такие же у вас были хорошие семьи, и чтобы также Бог вас благословлял. Ваша очередь.
1: And now it's your turn. You now need to grow up and uh, uh, pray for the blessing of your family, building the same beautiful buildings and having the things that you need in life.
5: Не отступайте от ваших примеров ваших родителей. Do
1: not walk away from the example of your parents.
5: И вас Бог благословит. And
1: God will bless you.
5: Последний пример.
1: And so the last
5: example. Uh, a
1: year, maybe a little more ago, I, I preached at this
5: service. And
1: I was praying to God for a good job before this.
5: There
1: was a lot of youth, there was a good service.
5: И после собрания ко мне подходит один человек и говорит: "Слушай, у меня есть знакомого and
1: there was a um, a person who, after service, came to me and said, "Listen, I am uh, I know a person who is looking for a manager, very good job." And he says, "I want to, uh, you to receive this job."
5: and I
1: would never imagine that it it was here in the house of prayer I was standing right here the brother was standing right next to me and I was getting an offer for a job but that is what
5: happened
1: and so they called me I went through the job interview but I had this one desire I wanted to go to Ukraine in two months But you know that in America after you go through the job interview in two weeks you need to be at your job.
5: And the
1: boss I'm talking with him he says I like you I want you to work for me
5: and
1: I say listen I can only begin work in two and a half
5: months
1: I want to go to Ukraine to a mission trip on a mission trip
5: and
1: he started to walk around he started to be, be very anxious he was saying I don't know what to
5: do
1: he says this is a big company they won't understand me
5: Я думаю, если это от Бога, они поймут.
1: I, and I was thinking, uh, if this is from God, they'll understand.
5: И они поняли, они they, разрешили мне поехать на Украину и начать работу тогда, когда я хотел.
1: And they understood, they allowed me to go to Ukraine and start work whenever it was convenient for me.
5: Я до сих пор благодарен Господу.
1: And I'm still grateful to God.
5: Но когда я был на Украине, одна девушка, она работала uh, учителем этих детей в детском кемпе. И они жили в нашем доме где-то 30 молодежи человек и мы каждый вечер беседовали друг с другом.
1: There when we were on the mission trip there was a a girl that I met and uh, she was one of the teachers at this camp.
5: И мы тоже говорили о благословении, как Бог благословляет людей.
1: And we were speaking about blessings, how God blesses people.
5: И она рассказала похожую историю. Ее зовут Яна.
1: Her name is Jana and she said a similar story.
5: Она сказала, что она захотела целое лето работать на She
1: said she had a desire to work all of summer in summer camps.
5: попросили работать инструктором, учителем.
1: And they asked her to work as an instructor.
5: Но она имела But she
1: had a very good job. городе. In a big city. она And she had this battle. What is it that she should do?
5: знала, что если она ее не
1: and she understood that they won't let her go. But prayerfully, she came to, the,
5: uh, to her manager.
1: And she said, I want to take a vacation for the whole summer and I want to work in kids' camps uh, throughout the summer.
5: And
1: the manager said, You can't do this.
5: And
1: she said, "I am willing to leave my job because I believe that God will bless me afterwards."
5: And
1: she left her job and she worked in these summer camps.
5: At that
1: time, I didn't have a job. I had a job offer, and I wasn't sure when I came come back. Well, when will I? Uh, if I come back from Ukraine, if I will get that
5: job. And I
1: didn't say anything, but I was in the very same situation. I, and I thought, wow, um, I'm kind of in the same place that she is in, not knowing whether I have the job or not.
5: And, so they, and
1: they gave me that job, and I didn't know about Yana
5: дней назад я был на Украине, встретился с Ten
1: days ago I was in Ukraine. I met this Yana again.
5: Again
1: she was an instructor at a children's camp.
5: Тебе дали эту работу или нет, там, где ты And
1: I said Yana, did they give you this job um, where you worked or not?
5: Она сказала: Да, они мне сами позвонили и сказали, что ты можешь целое лето работать and she's,
1: she said yes this job that she has now they gave her a full summer off and she can work with the children as much
5: as she wants and I
1: thought how wonderful God is he gives us jobs he protects those jobs for
5: us. He, he can give
1: a wonderful husband and a wonderful
5: wife. He can really lay out
1: and work out all of our lives.
5: But sometimes
1: we have to go through battles. We need to overcome Satan. We need to overcome ourselves.
5: И нам нужно не отступать в молитве, молиться, чтобы получить
1: благословение. И Господь нас and God will bless us.
5: Поэтому, друзья, я желаю вам обильных Божьих благословений.
1: I desire for God's to be upon you.
5: Я хочу оставить вам то место, которое с него я начинал. Предай Господу путь свой и уповай на него, и Он совершит.
1: And I want to leave you off with this scripture that I read in the beginning. Um, Commit your way to the Lord, trust in Him, and He will uh, make it to come to pass. God is faithful, He loves us, and He He will make it happen. He wants to bless us. But let us trust Him. Let's bow our knees and let's pray to Him. Amen.